This is Scruffy Badgerlord, and welcome to the Stream Coach Podcast, the show that helps you step up your game as a professional live streamer. And now, here's your host. She used to work as a department manager at Urban Outfitters, Ashley Christ. Hello, streamers, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. If you are new here and you've never listened to an episode before, hello, my name is Ashney Christ, and I create content all about helping you pursue your dreams and learn to stream. So I've specifically been on Twitch since 2013, and I was terrible at it. It took me four months to talk to my chat, But somehow, miraculously, I went full-time in 2015 for about six months, and I was still terrible at it. (laughs) I didn't know what I didn't know at that point, and it just was not something that I was naturally good at. So I was burning out, and I felt very overwhelmed. After about six months of that, my main financial sponsor called me on Skype and said, there will be a lot of people who make it on Twitch but it will never be you. And of course, imagine someone who's supporting you in that way, telling you that you're never going to do anything, you're never going to be successful with the thing that you love, right? That's very debilitating. And I fell into a depression for a while. Uh, it was, it was a, a rough time for sure. But eventually I found podcasting and I found all of these books and all of these topics and I started learning a bunch of things that were really, really helpful, I realized, for live streaming. And I didn't see anyone talking about these topics to the depth that I was learning about. And so now all of my content is created to help streamers pursue their dreams and learn to stream because that person was right, right? Like there will be a lot of people who make it, but I'm going to help them. And I'm going to prevent them from having that that situation of burnout and overwhelm like I had. So that is my goal now. (laughs) Now I have this podcast as well as a YouTube channel where I upload three times a week. And it's all topics on how to be a better live streamer, whether you're on Mixer, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere else. And I live stream on Twitch three days a week once again. We've been back for about a month and a half, and it's been absolutely amazing. I love it. Of course, I've got all the social media, so Twitter and Instagram, etc. We have an amazing Discord community, amazing Patreon community, and we just have some of the most helpful, supportive, and loving people in our space that are really helping each other go after that dream that they have. So I'm eternally grateful for for everyone that's surrounding me right now because they really inspire me and push me to do better. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what I just did right there. So that story about my past, as well as talking about the type of content that I create and where you can find that content, those are two things that I repeat consistently during my live streams. And this episode is going to be about those things that you repeat during your streams and also entertaining your chat. So as someone who took four months to talk to their chat, I know what it's like, and I know how daunting it can be, especially if you're streaming to zero to three people and no one's really talking in your channel. How do you entertain those random people that drop by and see no chat interaction, right? But that's such a huge part and something that you need to be doing to grow. And also, if you have a solid 
community already, even if you have hundreds of people, sometimes you're going to have a dead chat. So how can you prevent those moments? How can you make sure that your chat is consistently moving and consistently engaging? That's what we're going to get into today. But real quick, I just want to welcome our new patrons. Mega Run, Jason, <laughs> Justin Brownell, Dylan Tweedy, Kayla Fife, Dr. Luciano, Andrea Polinski, Lexi DNC, Dave X90, Katie Edwards, and I think there were a handful of others that for some reason Patreon like cut off on my new patron list. I'm not really sure what went on there, but thank you for um, supporting the content. And really, if you're coming over to get like the one on one coaching or the group coaching or the monthly industry news posts, whatever it is that you're here for, I am truly grateful for you all just as a, a community and as people. And I'm very excited to serve you as best as I possibly can. Okay, now let's jump into this episode. Okay, so let's talk about why you need to entertain. Obviously, a big part of Twitch is the fact that it's an entertainment-based platform, right? So people expect to come and spend their most valuable currency with you, their time, and they expect to receive entertainment, whether that's in the form of laughter or just smiling or just feeling like they're part of a community. All of those aspects are so huge to live streaming. So your ability to be an entertainer, to come across as someone who is engaging and charismatic, this is important regardless of whether or not you want to do this in a very chill way or if you want to do it in a very hyped up way does not matter. You still need to be engaging and entertain people. Now, I will say here that entertainment is only one type of value that you can bring the Twitch platform. There are actually three other types of value. One would be education. So you could keep you could be creating educational content. The other one would be inspiration slash motivation. So how can you inspire and motivate people to take action to improve their lives? Then you've got entertainment, of course, and then relational value. So every streamer brings relational value to the table. This is something that grows with time as you grow relationships, as you get to know people deeper, as they get to know you deeper while you're on camera. So that's a huge portion of this as well. And I went deeper into what these different value types are in episode 25 of the podcast where we talked about the top five reasons that you aren't growing on Twitch. And we'll be doing a future episode as well, just really deep into value and how you can find your own value, how you can stand out on the platform that you're on, how you can really just showcase your mission and communicate it to people. So that is coming up in the future, which I'm really, really excited about. So first, let's talk about whenever it comes to entertaining the chat, the first five things that you should be focusing on and really creating a, a plan f for these five things and how you can make them as entertaining as possible. So the first thing that you want to create is a really entertaining intro. And the mistakes that I usually see here is, one, people leave their starting soon screen up for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I've looked back on some of my own past broadcasts and they've been like up to 25 minutes sometime, which is just unacceptable. So one of the reasons that you want this starting soon screen to be short is because the longer you make people wait, 
it's actually more likely that you're going to get a, a high bounce rate. So people are going to come in, they're going to know that you take forever to start your stream and that the starting soon screen is just going to stay up for a long time. And as they know that that's the practice, they're going to be less and less incentivized to show up at the very beginning of your stream. Now I know the, the like common thought here is that you want to leave that starting soon screen up in the very beginning so that you can get more notifications out and more people into your channel and get them talking and communicating. But I've actually seen the exact opposite in my own experience and in others' experience as well. So think about this from a viewer's perspective. If your favorite streamer started their stream, or if you were waiting for them to start their stream because you know what their schedule is, and then you show up and you're all pumped and you're excited to see them, and then that starting soon screen is just up there for five minutes, you're kind of like, okay, that's not really a big deal. They're probably sending out tweets and, and talk, talking to their, their Insta fam and letting everyone know they're live. Then 10 minutes and you're kind of like getting antsy. 15 minutes and you're like, okay, what the heck is going on, right? People will get tired of, of that starting soon screen because they want to see you. So this is a negative brand interaction. This becomes a negative ritual with you and your content. And the more that people are exposed to negative rituals and they get this like negative feeling, negative interactions with your brand, you as a streamer, the less likely they are to return to your channel. So in the beginning, that starting soon screen, we really want to incentivize people to show up early. Right, And we can do that by keeping our starting soon screens short and really giving that amazing sense of connection to the people that show up to your stream in the very beginning because those are your true fans. The people that were waiting for you to get started and waiting for you to start your stream, they are ready for you. They planned their life to show up on time for you. So we need to give those people the best entertainment, the best pieces of ourselves that we can in the very beginning of the stream. So how do we do that? Keep the starting soon screen short and give them a lot of attention, that individualized attention in the beginning of the stream that you may not be able to give later on whenever you've either got more people in the stream or you're focusing on a game or you're focusing on some art or whatever it is that you're doing during your stream. Then whenever you come on camera, okay, so you we switch over from the starting soon screen to us actually being on camera, you really wanna set the tone and set the atmosphere and the energy for the day. So whether you are a high energy person or you're a little bit more chill and relaxed is totally fine, but you still want to have some kind of ritual here that people expect and that they can get used to. So for example, what I do with my streams is I introduce myself and I kind of give them a, that story and like to talk a little bit about my content. And then I tell them the date and I tell them what we're going to get into that day. And then by that time, we've got a handful of people that have started talking and have said hi. And I start going through names and that can take anywhere from like 30 seconds up to like a minute to just go through <laughs> all of the names. And then we, uh, we open up a giveaway. So I run giveaways in the very beginnings of my streams. The first five minutes that people show up, they're allowed to enter a giveaway for either a one-on-one -on -one coaching session or a co-stream or just something that 
people in general have been asking me for during the streams and and want to want to receive from me so that gets people excited to be there because not only are they getting that one-on-one -on -one attention and they're getting a more fo focused experience from me but they also have a ritual and they also have a giveaway to enter so the beginning of these streams I, I bring very high energy I like to set the tone I like to set the atmosphere I like to tell them things that inspire them and motivate them and get them hyped up right like twitch doesn't know what's gonna hit them okay the yam fam which is the name of our community is gonna take over and it, it gets them excited and it gets them pumped up so what kinds of things are you doing in the very beginning of your stream to really set the tone and the atmosphere are you giving people that one-on-one -on -one connection time are you giving them that individualized attention for showing up do you call out their names and say hi how was your day or ask them what we're going to talk about in a little bit and open it a question or a question of the day. So that's definitely something that you want to be thinking about. So after that first intro is done, you've set the tone and the atmosphere of your stream. The next thing that you want to focus on is this first chunk of your stream. So when reviewing streamers channels, I do see that this is, is usually a, a decent size opportunity for a lot of people and that opportunity is this should be your time to re-engage. This is the time that regardless of how many people are in your channel, regardless of how much chat activity you have, you should be looking to engage. And we're going to get into the ways that you can really engage people during this process a little bit later after we talk about these different sections that you should be focusing on uh, entertaining during, but this first chunk of your stream really is a reconnection time. So if you are not spending some time just sitting in front of the camera, talking to your chat, or talk, just talking about topics, um, say you don't really have a lot of chat interaction, talking about topics that are are something that interests you and it, it sets the tone for your brand. Um, this is the time when you just, you really want to look to engage regardless of how many viewers you've got, right? Like this is your time to really give them yourself, which is what they're there for, right? If they wanted to play a game or, or see gameplay, they could play the game themselves or they could go watch like an esports level player. People come to Twitch for the community. They come to YouTube gaming. They go to Mixer for the community, right? They don't necessarily go just because they want to see the game and that's it. They want to see how somebody else plays it. They want to see and learn about another person. And so that's why this first chunk of your stream is so important. You want to sit, if your platform has an IRL section, sit in the IRL section, spend 30 minutes or an hour or however long your, your family wants to hang out with you. Just sit in there and hang out with them and and talk and have conversations and we'll get into that in just a second. So the next thing that you should focus on would be raids and hosts. What types of things are you saying when someone comes in with a raid or a host? That is assuming your platform has raids and hosts, which not every platform does and that's okay. But whenever you have this happen during your stream, what do you do? Do you actually welcome those people? Do you say, or do you just say thanks so-and-so for the raid and then that's really it? So this is a really big opportunity for you to once again set the tone. This is a large group of people or even just a just a small group of people, but these are new people that are, are coming into your channel because someone else 
believes in you and trusts you with their community. That is huge. And that's not something that we should take for granted or we should take lightly. So the things that you say during raids or during hosts is really important once again to set the tone. So I like to say something like, thank you so much for sharing our family with your family. I really appreciate that you trust me to take care of your friends. I think that that's absolutely amazing. For everyone that's new here, hello, my name is Ashley Christ. And then I go into that content that I mentioned in the very beginning of this episode, which is I create content to help streamers pursue their dreams and learn to stream. And I talk about all of the different platforms that I make content on. And then I talk about what we're doing or what we're currently discussing during the stream. So those people feel like they can join in. And I'll usually ask an open-ended question and say, how do you guys feel about I don't, tacos. What's your favorite taco? <laughs> to get them involved in the conversation as well. And my <laughs> my family is very, very spammy. So generally when we get hosts and raids, we like to shout out the person who raided us or who hosted us. But also we like to really spam and, and show them what we're about. So I encourage that spam. I encourage people to have fun and to keep the conversation going. But you definitely want to sit down and plan the things that you're going to say during these raids and these hosts and make sure people know how grateful you are and they get to know a little bit about you so they can make that instant decision of, is this place for me or not? You want to give people an easy way to make that decision and figure out what you're about because if it's not for you or if it's not for them, that's totally fine, okay? They they can, they can should leave and go find a person that they're going to enjoy watching, but if it is for them, if your content is something that they're interested in or maybe they're just interested in your personality, then that's going to be an amazing experience and they'll say, oh wow, I've been looking for a streamer like this. Awesome. <laughs> The next thing that you want to plan is really the the meat of your content. So how do you entertain during the meat of your content? For a lot of people, this is gaming, and there are a lot of things that you can do when you're gaming, of course, to keep your chat entertained, and we'll go over those in just a minute, but you really want to plan out this meat. Is it going to be a game? Is it going to be... Um, is it going to be some creative content? Is it going to be music? Is it going to be educational? What are you doing? Like, what's your mission and your value on this platform? And how are you actually serving that mission and, and going after it during this meat of your content? And the meat is really is a really big portion of your stream, as it should be. You really want to make sure that you are getting people involved and that you're helping them in the unique way that you help. I really encourage that you transition into the meat of your content before your chat activity really starts to slow down. So you'll be sitting in that first chunk of your stream where you're looking to re-engage and you're looking to, to really talk and, and ask a lot of questions and just reconnect with your community. But you will start either catching up on chat or you'll just feel like you've exhausted the topics that you really want to talk about in the very beginning. But 
you definitely want to transition into the meat of your content before you find that lull in conversation. So just naturally a lull will happen and that's okay, but you want to transition into that meat before it does. So when you feel a lull coming up, don't be afraid to really flip the switch and jump into the meat of your content and focus on either that game or whatever else it is during your stream. So this is going to make people kind of reawaken. <laughs> it's going to wake up your chat a little bit. It's going to flip the switch. It's going to get them re-engaged. So maybe they got a little a little tired of just sitting there for a while talking and they're ready to move on to the next thing. They're not going to tell you that in chat, right? They're going to just wait for it and hope that you transition over to the meat of your content quickly. So anytime that you feel like chat engagement has started to slow down in this first chunk, it's time to switch over to the main meat of this sandwich. <laughs> And then the last thing that you want to plan out to be entertaining is your outro. Okay, this is another opportunity that I see for a lot of people. So the outro should not take a long time. Think about in a YouTube video, if you've ever made a YouTube video. So if you draw out your outros to be 30 seconds long, a minute long, two minutes long, people will know, okay, this is over, and then they'll leave before the end of the video, which is just going to tank all of your engagement metrics, and it's just not good, right? And especially if your platform has rating or hosting on it, you want the bulk of your people to see this new creator that you endorse, that you that you enjoy enough to want to help them grow their community. That's massive. And the way that you keep most people around is that you make these outros quick. So don't take a ton of time <laughs> searching for someone to raid and let people know like, okay, well, this is the end of the stream time for me to look for someone to raid or host. And then it takes like five to 10 minutes. So you really want to, to spring this on people. And the way that you do that is that you're just talking, you have some good conversation going, and you're looking through your list of either people that you're following, or maybe there's a community that you really enjoy, or a stream team that you really enjoy, and you're looking through all of those people to find the person that you're going to host or raid, and you're not, you don't tell them, okay? You don't tell the people in your chat. You just type that slash raid and the person's name or however you do it on your platform, and you go for it, and then you sell them, okay? In that last 30 seconds that you get before that channel transi transition happens, you sell that person, you give a little context for who they are, and then you tell people when they can see you and any other information that you need to tell them. So you make these quick, which means that you have more people that don't know that you are about to end the stream, which maybe now they're going to go over to the person that you want to support and they're going to hang out in that channel for a bit. Something that I like to do at the very end of the stream is I love rating smaller streamers, <laughs> especially people that have like less than 10 viewers, I find that to be really exciting because they never really know how to handle it. <laughs> and it's so cute to see them kind of freak out and not really know what to do. I I love seeing that joy on someone's face who's never had, you know, over three viewers and we come in with a massive host and they're just like, I don't know what to do. This is crazy. And then they sit at a decent number all night that they've never had before. And I think that that is just so amazing and so humbling. And we get to go in there and really spam them and they can't keep up with the alerts. It's 
it's incredible. I love it so much. So I encourage you to, if you can, raid and host people that you truly believe in, that you really think um, deserve to, to get that support. I personally go after smaller creators because I know what that is like and I know how difficult it can be, especially if you've only got, you know, zero to three people in your chat. It's really hard to conversate. So I feel like this gives them an opportunity to see what it's like whenever they have a, a solid amount, an amazing group of people in their stream. So it gives them a little practice, which I'm all about, right? Like that's that's the the mission that we're on is helping streamers learn how to pursue their dreams and learn to stream and that's exactly what we do with the raids as well so really with all five of these sections the intro the first chunk of your stream raids and hosts the meat of your content and the outro you should be thinking about how can i use this section to deepen my brand value so if your value is that you are an educational content creator. How can you make the intro, the first chunk, the raids and hosts, the meat of the content and the outro educational for people? How can you really deliver on the mission that you have on this platform? Okay, now let's get into the other things that you should be doing. Okay, this is, this is huge. These things are things that you should be doing in each section of your stream. So all of those five sections that we just covered, you want to have each of these next pieces in that section. So the first piece, this is this is huge. This is really something that I encourage all streamers to get very, very good at. And this is something that is not exactly groundbreaking advice. I'm sure that you've heard this somewhere before. This is open-ended questions. Okay, this is something that really gets a chat going. You don't want to be asking questions that are like yes or no generally because people can respond with a one-word answer and then that's kind of the end of that conversation. So how can you ask them about their opinions on something? How can you get their feedback on something? And how can you always keep the idea of asking questions in the back of your mind during your stream? So that way you never have to struggle with low engagement because you're always asking questions during the entire stream. So the way that you can do this is having a question of the day. That's something that a lot of people tend to use. Now, our our stream um, is very vulnerable, right? We're very vulnerable and we're all about education. So I like to ask questions of the day as far as um, deep questions, like what do you want your legacy to be? Or what was the best advice you've ever been, ever been given? Or what's your dream? And how are you working towards that? Or we ask questions about live streaming, like how did you find Twitch? What was your first raid like? What was your first host? Or, or what was the first proudest or the proudest moment that you had during your stream? So there's a ton of questions that you can come up with. And this question of the day is a great way for you to cause conversation in anyone who comes into your channel. So I don't encourage that you do this just for like follows because you don't know if those people really want to chat or not. But if someone comes into your chat and says hi, then you have a, a little weapon in your arsenal to try and hook them, right? You say your question of the day. You're like, hey, how's it going? Also, what's your dream? What do you want to accomplish? 
Now, you don't have to ask these, these, these deep questions. I know some people are kind of afraid of vulnerability, and that's okay. But you definitely want to think about, like, what do you want your, your brand to say to people? If, if you were your, you are your brand, I guess, technically, but if you had to choose questions based on your brand and based on your value, what, what would they be? What would they look like? So ours are very deep, and they are also very much based on education and live streaming. The other thing that you can do if you feel like you've kind of graduated from having a question of the day and your chat is now consistently active, you can ask a a new chatter, so someone who just came into your chat, their opinion on the current topic. So if you're talking about tacos, I don't, why, why do we keep, I keep mentioning tacos during this podcast and I'm just, ah, God, tacos. <laughs> so if a, a new chatter comes in and the conversation is tacos and they're just showing up and joining, you say something like, hey, we're talking about tacos. What's your favorite taco? Done. Then now they're, they're invited into that conversation and they're allowed to be part of it and to give their opinion as well. So this is huge. This is a piece of advice that you can use in real life too, is if you and someone else are having a conversation, you and a handful of people are having a conversation about a specific topic and someone else shows up, like don't, don't exclude that person from the conversation, right? Everyone loves that person who includes them in the conversation or or in the the social experience. So be that includer, not only in your chat on your live streaming platform, but also in real life. So this is a skill that you can definitely practice. Just say, hey, we're talking about this. What's your opinion about it? But that makes someone feel included and they're going to be so grateful for you because you have prevented them from being that awkward person who's just kind of standing outside of the conversation, that, that weirdo that no one's talking to, right? So question of the day, Asking a new chatter their opinion on the current topic. These are two things that you can really do to generate a lot of chat conversation. But what happens if someone starts to go down a road that you don't want them to go down during your stream? What if they start talking about things that we don't really want them to, like religion or um, really, really deep kind of negative topics, or if they start calling out other creators or creating drama, what do we want to do there? So just as actually having conversation happen during your stream is important, the health of that conversation is important too. If you're having an unhealthy conversation, that speaks to your brand and that speaks to the kinds of of behavior that you allow into your space. So it's really important here that when you start having any kind of conversation at all, even if it's one person in your chat, that you are establishing boundaries for your community and for the types of topics that you allow in your space. So a couple of recommendations that I have would be you want to make sure you're not calling out uh, staff or partners that are in your channel. And the reason that, that you don't want to do this is because you, you don't want your community to be giving them too much attention. A lot of them can feel like singled out or a little bit awkward if your, your people start to come to them with questions or start to see them as like, oh, it's the cool person. Oh my God. They'll start to feel a little bit awkward. They want to be one of the normies most of the time and they, do they just want to talk as well? So, 
let them have that that time, right? Let them have that time. It's okay for them to just be a, a normal part of the conversation. They don't need to be featured just because they have a check mark or some kind of of distinguishing factor that they're they're some exclusive individual, right? The other thing that I recommend you you establish a boundary for is making sure your community knows not to call out if viewers are really high or low. It's your numbers are going to fluctuate a lot as a live streamer. That's just the name of the game. That's just what happens. It's totally normal. You're going to have lower days. You're going to have higher days. You don't want people calling out if those numbers are low, obviously, because that can kind of worry you as a creator. Um, it can affect other people where they see all the numbers are low. So apparently this isn't good content, so I'm going to leave. Or if they're really high, you don't want them calling that out because you don't want to look like you can't handle the higher number, right? Because you can. Just because your numbers doubled for one day doesn't mean that your experience or your value that you're giving to the people in your community and in your space that are watching you that day should be any different from what you give them every other day. The other thing that you want to establish a boundary for, of course, is just your general chat rules. So a lot of people have this this rules section in their profile, or you can just say it while you're on stream, which is definitely more powerful than you just putting rules in your profile section. But you want to make sure that people aren't going down the the road of speaking on divisive topics. So things like religion, <laughs> bashing other streamers, um, talking about politics, those things can divide a chat and people get very, very opinionated about these things because their beliefs, like we, we are human beings, right? We are all shaped by our beliefs and that is such a huge part and we're going to talk about this in a minute. This is such a huge part of who you are as a person is your belief system. So if people don't agree with specific things, um, specific beliefs with whoever else is in the community, it can start to cause a lot of discourse and you just don't want that negative feeling and those negative vibes happening in your space and in your chat. So that pretty much covers establishing boundaries, I think. More than anything, just let let people know and don't be afraid to be open and honest and to put your foot down from time to time in your chat. This is actually way, way important. And if you are a little bit afraid of doing this, that's okay. But just know this is something that you are going to have to do as a community leader, as a person who is trying to grow a community, you establishing boundaries and telling people when it's okay to continue a conversation and when it's not is something that you are going to have to do from time to time. And it leads to people respecting you. If you say, hey guys, don't talk about politics, please, in the chat, people will see that and they'll say, oh, okay, I can't talk about politics here. Cool. Now I know what the boundary is and they will never talk about it again. So, and if they keep on talking about it, you just need to ban them because they don't respect you or your space, <laughs> right? So let's get into the other thing that you should be doing. This other thing is eye contact. This is something that I think is so important to live streaming. So people watch streamers, right? We covered this a little bit because they want to see the person. They want to connect with that individual. And community is the biggest aspect of live streaming on any platform. It's just that community factor. 
So eye contact, especially during the first chunk of your stream, that intro, raids and hosts for sure, and the outro, really these, really each of these five sections, to be honest, maybe the meat of your content a little less because you'll be focusing on what that meat and what that value actually is and delivering that. But eye contact is so huge for making people feel like you are connecting with them and like you are speaking straight to them. That is such a big part of making someone feel like you are their friend and like they're growing a relationship with you and a big part of streaming right is that you want people to feel like you are sitting right next to them in their room with them and that you guys are having fun together and you're having a good time and eye contact just as it is in real life is extremely important for this it's very important for establishing that that friendship, that relationship. And you can do this during your entire stream. Just just keep this in the back of your head as well as those open-ended questions that, okay, I need to be giving myself as many opportunities as I can to make that eye contact. If I'm really trying to be funny and connect or make a point and connect or inspire or educate and connect with them, that eye contact needs to happen and needs to be there as well. Now, another thing that you need to be sharing during your streams is your beliefs, right? So we talked about this a little bit whenever whenever we talked about establishing boundaries. Sharing your beliefs, because people hold their beliefs so tightly to them, this is sharing who you are and your belief system. Sharing those beliefs is something that establishes a really, really strong brand, and you need to be sharing those beliefs if you want your brand to be strong. Now, obviously, if we don't want to be talking about politics and religion because they're divisive, we don't want to be sharing our beliefs on those, but every other topic right? We need to be talking about the things that we believe in because if you don't tell people what your beliefs are, if you don't give them a reason to stand behind you, if they don't know what you stand for, they can't, they can't stand behind you. They can't be, uh, they can't mobilize and support you and really, really go after making sure that you're reaching your goals and, and aligning themselves with you as a leader of a community because they don't know what you believe in. So sharing your beliefs is such a huge part of this process. And, and the next section too, like talking about your life, sharing your beliefs, both of these are so huge. This is really why you, why people watch Twitch or any streaming platform, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, people come not solely for the games, but for the people that are streaming them. Part of this process, part of you streaming has to be you sharing and opening up and talking and getting a little bit vulnerable from time to time. It's just something that you have to do. And that vulnerability can be scary. I get that. You know, I I couldn't talk to my chat for four months, as I've said. And it was really, really difficult to open up as I think it is for a lot of people because (laughs) staring into a camera, telling people the things that you believe them, believe in, that's an opportunity for you to, I mean, it puts you in a, in a vulnerable position and it opens you up to being trolled or having people be really negative towards you and having people take those beliefs and kind of make you feel bad for them right and a lot of people have this fear that when they start opening up like this that they're either afraid that they're wrong or they're afraid that they they're going to be made fun of or they're afraid that people don't 
care. They're afraid they're going to open up and no one's going to be, no one's going to respond. And I think that is, is a shame that our fear prevents us from really being who we are in content creation. I think that's such a huge part of, of live streaming and of being a content creator in general is just your own beliefs, your life, talking about who you are as a person. If you're relying on a video game to carry your stream for you, to be the thing that entertains you, you are missing a huge part of what live streaming actually is. It's about the connection. It's about relational value. It's about you building relationships and friendships and and serving people as best as you can. It's not about it's not about how you can be the best gamer or how you can be the best, just funniest, most attractive person. It's about those things, those beliefs and talking about your life and how you can use things to impact other people. How can you take life lessons or stories from your life or, or sharing your beliefs to make these other people feel more connected to you and to feel more connected to each other, to feel motivated and inspired, to get educated, to laugh and to smile or to grow those relationships, those those pieces of value, those four values that we covered, that is what you want to do when you're live streaming. It's so much more than turning on a camera and playing games. And if you're missing out on the the first chunk of your stream or, you know, raids and hosts or making the intro really solid, you're missing eye contact, you're not really asking open-ended questions. If you're just showing up playing a game and turning on a camera, you're missing out on what this experience can truly be for all of the people that are watching you, all of the potential people that are going to watch you someday, but also yourself. And I think that it would be a shame if you missed out on such an amazing experience and all of these platforms let us do this for free right? That's the thing that blows my mind. We get to do this for free. We have a platform to impact other people's lives like this for free. We get to create this change. We get to make someone smile and then they go out on the street and they smile at someone else and then that person smiles at someone else and it's just this huge ripple effect and it's absolutely incredible the things that we get to do as live streamers. So we really should be taking advantage of that and asking these kinds of questions and looking to connect and opening up and being vulnerable because if we don't, we're missing out on a huge part of life. All right, so that's it for today. I hope that this was super helpful for you all and gave you some things to think about with your streams. You can reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram or Discord at Ashney Christ. And we're also live on Twitch Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. We've got three videos a week over on YouTube. And of course, we've got that Patreon. If you need help with one-on-one -on -one coaching or you want to try out the coaching and do group coaching first, or if you just want the other advice and resources that we put over there. That is a great, great place to go if you really want to take streaming seriously and you really want to step up your game and you are ready and feeling motivated and good about really giving this your all, this your hustle, this your, your passion, right? So that is where you can find us. Of course, everything is at Ashney Christ. I'm looking forward to the episode next week. This is going to be a really good one coming up where we talk to Zachary Diaz, who is a Twitch 
partner manager and is in content acquisition. We're going to talk about what he does, what the behind the scenes is of the partnership process, and a lot of good information and tips for growing your community and for being a better live streamer. So I will see you all next week. I love you and I look forward to reaching out with you. Oh, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast platform. Okay. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Stream Coach Podcast. See you next week.